0: Hey everyone and welcome to the Garage Gym Experiment Podcast. I'm Adam and I'm joined by, of course, Jake. And tonight we're flying solo. On tonight's episode, we have a few survey questions to discuss. First is if the ClearCo upgrade from Rep Fitness is worth the extra cost that comes with it. Then we're gonna talk about what is owned by home gym owners and then some hot or not results where we ask about 37 different types of plates. In addition the product highlight will be the pr 1100 from rep fitness versus the titan t2 so these are two very popular budget racks that we're going to talk about and compare so with that i'm going to kick it over to jake to get us started jake
1: thank you adam all right is the upgrade to clear coat worth it so in a couple of different pictures examples, we compared the clear coat AB 5200, which is an adjustable bench in clear coat versus a metallic black, and then the same for some PR 5000 rack posts. So Adam, actually, I'm curious to hear what you think the uh, responses were. So how many do you think voted for the clear coat upgrade for benches and racks.
0: Yeah, as a participant in this survey, I was shocked. I thought more people would be like me and said that the upgrade would be worth it, but I believe that when I took the survey, there was like a 60/30 split. I know I'm missing some numbers there. <laughs> 65/35 split uh with people saying that it's not worth it. Is that right? Okay.
1: Yeah, so the gap might have widened. You might have answered right away. Only 18% said that it was worth the additional $120 for the rack posts, while 22% said they wouldn't pay the additional $80 on the bench. I mean, we we discussed this in the past. It seems like most people just are realizing that those are products that they're probably saving up for, and they would have to basically eat into something else that they would have to buy in order to upgrade. So after like seeing people's responses and knowing that they're likely building their gyms out one step at a time, it does make sense. The clear coat racks and bench finish is so nice and it's definitely gonna hold up better over time in terms of scratches, um, and such. And yeah, it's, I mean, to me, when you see it, it's worth it the pictures don't really do it justice. It's one of the nicest things I've ever seen in uh, a gym.
0: I was going to ask you, what's the texture on those? Like, does it have like a, um, uh, like an epoxy like feel to it? Or is it like a very metallic, like a, a metally feel to it?
1: It has more of a y feel to it.
0: <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. The pictures look amazing. I would definitely spend the extra. I, and I'm saying I'm, I'm cheap when it comes to buying stuff. Typically but I would definitely spend the extra 80 bucks for the bench. Now for uprights, I think they look amazing, but yeah, that, that is pretty expensive. Wouldn't you say it yeah. was like 150 bucks extra?
1: 120.
0: 120, yeah. I guess it depends where you're at in your build. If you're upgrading and you and you wanna get something that, that's your your final stop you're gonna keep forever and you really want it to look nice, then yeah. Clear coat yeah. looks amazing.
1: Yeah, buy once, cry once. Hmm. All right, yeah. I mean, I I was originally shocked, but again, once you kind of think about it, it makes sense. So, let's move on to the next survey question, which is what do you own? A typical Sunday survey that we do every 6 months and it basically asks about 29 different products whether you own it or not. So, and we have some comparison data as well. In general, it's more people are as you'd expect, owning more equipment. That's typically what we're seeing. But let me just run over some of the highlights. Can't go over everything. It would take forever. But let me run over some of the highlights or things that kind of stand out. 29 different products were asked about. The top seven in the specific order in terms of what people own. Number one, a barbell. Two, resistance bands. Squat slash power rack dumbbells, jump rope, bumper plates, and then adjustable bench coming in at number seven. So if you have everything on that list, you already have a solid home gym. The bottom five, do you have a guess as to what the bottom was? If you remember all of the ones that were asked?
0: Yeah, um I have a couple ideas. Obviously, I don't remember all of the equipment, but... I'm going to guess it's going to be those really big footprint pieces that come with a big price tag as well. Something like, um, a belt squat or even, um, oh man, I was thinking of another one. That's yeah, all right. Belt I'll, squats. I'll just, I'll just, yeah, go ahead. I'll
1: just say them and you're right. So the bottom five are all large specialty machines. And the last place one was the leg press machine with about 6.5% saying they own. And then going from last to fifth to last, reverse hyper was second to last, functional trainer, GHD, and then belt squat, we've seen a decent rise. They're up to 24%. I do think that a lot of people are considering other belt squat options rather than just a belt squat machine, so. And then overall, more people own a larger proportion, like I mentioned earlier. Only seven items were down from the last time we did this survey. Those that had the largest percent increases included specialty barbells, which we've discussed in the past. We know people are buying more specialty barbells. So that was the number one item. Landmines, stationary bike, squat and power rack, and then bumper plates. So those were all the biggest improvers. A few other just like... Notes More people own bumper plates versus iron, so that's 76 versus 65 percent owning iron. 86 percent own traditional dumbbells, compared to 47 percent owning adjustable dumbbells. 72 percent own an adjustable bench, compared to 56 percent owning a flat bench. When looking at the most popular large cardio machines the most owned i should say is the stationary bike with about 37 percent and then the rower air bike and treadmill were pretty much in that same area all below 37 percent and above 30 percent it's interesting to just compare those amounts to the 79 percent that own jump ropes And then the last, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, like, you you have to take an account. It's do you own it? And as you go through, it's, it's a a yes or no. Um, So some of those people who, who own say like a adjustable bench, they could possibly have a flat bench too. And so they would make up for both percentages there. So you really see what people are missing. And I got to say that that stationary bike being, you said that's the highest piece of cardio.
1: Yeah. That surprises me. Yeah, I feel like with the stationary bike, just about anybody can use it, you know? It's probably more likely that you'll find an old stationary bike on the marketplace, for example, than a rower, at least at a good price. So yeah, that is interesting. And then the last little note I have here are belt squats were the biggest jump from last March, so March of 2021, to this most recent survey. So they went from sixteen percent owning to twenty four percent. The other ones that we saw a jump similar to this were specialty bars, like we mentioned earlier, and then also functional trainer. So I think the functional trainer went from something like nine to thirteen percent, whereas like the the belt squat went from sixteen to twenty four percent. So only a few different percentage points, and it makes sense if you're like staying on top of social media, you know that. Functional trainers, especially barbells and, um, belt squats are all kind of items that people really want to have.
0: Yeah. And they're for the, like the established gym as well. Like they cost a lot of money and it's, it's not the first thing you're going to get. So as you build out your gym, the next piece is, is going to be one of those big ones. I'm really excited. You're, you're getting in the, the bells of steel belt squat isn't that, right? Right. I'm excited to get your take on that. Cause that's, um. That's kind of got like the lever arm style. I'm going to have to definitely drive down and and jump on that one. I'm I'm excited to see what that feels like.
1: Yeah, I have used it before. Um, Have you? And it's it's a nice option, especially when you're considering the overall price. I mean, it's still not cheap.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then just as I'm scrolling through the entire list, which you can find in the notes, 53% own a med ball, that's like number 12. 66% own horse stall mats, that's number 9 on the list. Ab mats are owned by 36%, that's 19%. And then uh, steel storage racks, 30% own them, 24th on the list. Just a few random ones, again, go take a look at the list uh, if you have the chance. Let's move on to the hot or not results as adam mentioned earlier uh, we asked about 37 different plates and you simply needed to select hot or not you saw the picture we did this over a three week stretch so it wasn't it wasn't back to back to back 37 so you have a little bit variation in voting but still overall should be it's more about having fun with it all right in first place were the rogue competition plates at 90 percent. So they were closely followed by a Leica weightlifting competition plates. Those were at 89 percent. In third place rogue calibrated plates. Fourth rogue machined olympic plates and then five rep competition plates. So in general, um, the more, like, simple ones did better, if that makes sense. So, like, you're, you're seeing a, a list of the Rogue competition, calibrated, machined. And then in 6th and 7th place, for example, were the Rep, the Rep Old School iron, and then the, just the Rep Basic bumper plates. So, um, you don't really see any unique plates on this list until 15th place, which were the fleck rogue fleck plates. So you have a lot of very basic not necessarily basic, but like the simple competition or the simple iron.
0: Yeah. And people are smart too, because those competition plates are so expensive. You're talking about the urethane ones with like the thick metal discs in the middle, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, those are amazing i'm surprised that um when you're talking competition bumpers i guess like it kind of surprises me that rogue would get voted hotter than like you know the Alicos, but barely i guess rogues uh, rogues a bigger name like here in the states and Alicos are really for like the olympic weightlifters it feels that yeah. way at least
1: and just to compare so those competition plates are 89 90 percent the Usaka camo d warrior bumpers mm-hmm. which are beautiful plates we're at 55 percent, number 23 on the list so it kind of shows you just i mean not really sure what this survey is really telling you but i mean it's it's pretty crazy that there's such a big difference
0: yeah um, and just as a participant it's fun to just like you know, play fantasy for a little bit. Hmm. I think those are, I'll take those. No, thanks. Like as if a lot of us would really be that picky, you know, but it is fun just to like, see the plates and say what you really like and what you don't.
1: Yeah. It's, we get just as big of a reaction as the Sunday surveys for these hot or not surveys. So we'll just keep them rolling as well. Uh, back to the 15th place, place fleck plates. So they were about 64% They did beat out the Savage Plates from Fringe, Alpha Bumper Plates, and PRX Fleck Plates, which were all kind of similar, but that kind of shows you the dominance of the Rogue brand. Like you mentioned earlier, you saw a lot of Rogue at the top of the list. Um, Let's see here. In last place were Concrete Plates. So only 18% voted hot on that. I think uh, even the uh, – like I, I sometimes chat with the Sticks and Stone guy. I don't think he'd be too surprised by that either. And then lastly, some other just notable matchups include pizza plates from Fringe beating out the Fringe donut plates, 39% to 35 The American Barbell urethane plates win – Against the new Kabuki signature bumper plates. Oh, so, wow. which are like Kabuki partnering with American Barbell and recreating a unique bumper plate with their brand on it. And I honestly think those are the coolest plates on this list. The, si- um, the signature ones? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're not budget friendly, they're not going to make any like. No.
0: Kabuki, no.
1: Yeah, they're not going to make any budget home gym guide lists, but they are amazing. Um, Would you
0: say, uh, off-topic question for you, would you say that Kabuki has the best logo when you're talking um, home gym uh, equipment suppliers? The Tiki Man.
1: Off the top of my head, yes. Yeah, it's sick. I love it. I'm a huge fan of Kabuki. Yeah. That was just, I thought that was interesting because, you know, they're pretty much the same plates, but one has quite a bit more animation on it. I'm not sure if I said the numbers, but it was 72% compared to 58 Next up, we have Rogue Deep Dish Plates winning against the Strength Go Plates at 75% versus 69%. We also threw in the Elite FTS deep dish plates, and those were quite a bit down at 54%. And then the last notable one here I have is Rogue six shooters beat out Ivanko revolvers, 65 to 56. I think that's it. I think there's some other just like, if you scroll down the list, you can see some other similar plates, one brand being Higher than another brand just so you can see how much brand does play into it but overall just one of those things that are fun to do if we missed any let us know and we will keep this as like a 2022 plates list and see if anything can top it alright that's it for the hot or not surveys let's uh, move on to our final section of this chat which is just a product highlight of the Titan T2 and the PR-1100 from Rep. So both very similar racks. And Adam has quite a bit of experience with both, as do I. So Adam, can you just tell us who these racks are for?
0: Yeah, sure. So this 2 by 2 style is going to be like your budget beginner rack. But I wouldn't just like pigeonhole it there. Weight capacity with these racks, they're I mean, they're rated for up to 700 pounds. And so like for a lot of us, we're not going to be touching that kind of weight with our lifts. I know I'm not. If you are, um, you're going to need to look at like a 2 by 3 or of course like the 3 by 3 style racks if you're really going to be putting a ton of weight into it. But for just your general lifter, even those of us who are still trying to gain like a lot of strength, these racks are are perfect. That's really who they're for. We're talking similar price points uh, below $400, I believe to this day, both of them. I think reps like three eighty seven and Titan maybe like four fifteen or something. I don't. It's around four hundred dollars a piece, and they also come with plenty of upgrades. So getting into like a four post rack, lots of accessories. So perfect for the home gym owner uh, to to build off of and to get a lot of versatility out of.
1: Okay, so I mean, when you look at it, them on the website, they pretty much seem like the same item. Or very similar, and it's kind of tough to decipher which one is right for me. Uh, what are even the differences? So they look a little bit different. So Adam, like, when you're looking at the racks, who wins in the sturdiness category?
0: Yeah, so it's important that when we did this comparison and in the review as well, that we're comparing the Rep 1100 and not the Rep 1000. Because as far as like designs, the Rep 1000 and the Titan T2 are... I mean, they're, they're so similar. You, you might sit them side by side. They might have the same design. Okay, but we're looking at the Rep 1100, which I kind of see in home gyms more than I see the Rep 1000. It might be because of the um, multi-grip angled pull-up bar. It just looks a little better maybe. But in sturdiness, the Titan T2 actually has about an inch and a half to, and then two inches set out wide. It just takes up more floor space. And because it has like a uh, more spread out, foot pattern there it actually is a sturdier rack and then it's also important to remember that you know when we compared these two racks talking about sturdiness stripped down so just the rack not the six post attachment and the uh, lat low row attached to it but the titan t2 actually ended up being a sturdier rack it also has thicker steel which side by side touching both racks maybe you could see a difference between the 14 and the 12 gauge the steel thickness is so similar, but it's because of that that foot patterns a little bit more spread out on the T2. So yes, the T2 was a sturdier
1: rack. Yeah, it definitely looks like the same steel thickness. I'm wondering if it's just a discrepancy in how they, in what they say their product is. So with accessories, it looks like Titan offers quite a bit more accessories. Would you disagree?
0: No titan offers way more accessories and then things like their uh, their dip bars they offer two different styles so they have like the the horn dip style and then they also have the slot insert and you can see it in the in the photos on the review dip handles coming off both uprights where like you look at like the uh reps dip bars you have to bring both safeties chrome plated safeties to the same side and kind of rest them on each other so really they they win there too um But yeah, the T2 has way more accessories and and some better ones too. So I'm just looking here. They have 15 different accessories that you can add to your rack. The Rep uh, 1000 series, they give you six different accessories. So T2 has... Can you use
1: the Titan ones on the Rep rack?
0: Yeah, so bringing in the Titan accessories to kind of test a few out. I ended up keeping the Rep 1100, but I kept all the Titan accessories. You can use them on it. If you're using Titan T2 accessories on a rep 1100, you're not going to be able to use your screw-in safeties, but you can use them on the rep 1000. The difference is the hole spacing. The 1100 uses three-inch hole spacing, while the 1000, I believe, uses two-inch hole spacing. So you can still use them, though. You just won't be able to use those safeties.
1: I know this is an important uh, feature for everyone, but would you say the Rep Rack looks better than the Titan Rack?
0: Yeah, it goes beyond design too, because like I said, the Rep One Thousand and the T Two are mere knockoffs of each other. I mean, they're they're very similar. You can't tell them apart. But with Rep, you're going to have the Laser Rep plate if that's important to you. I think it looks great. But then the Rep Eleven Hundred. The reason that I went with it is I I think it's a little better on the eyes. With the arched pull-up bar and um, the laser etched logo, I think the s- the rep looks better.
1: you said you ended up staying with the rep. What were the key reasons you saved the rep and I'm guessing you sold the Titan on the marketplace
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the reason I stayed with rep is it's what I started my home gym with, and I guess i uh, I guess I had a connection with it. Is, if that sounds any different. It, it might have been different, yeah. I, I'm really curious to see, or I was curious to see, I didn't get a chance to get my hands on the T2 lat-low-row combination, and it looked like they used that dual-rod system like you're going to see in like the Rep 4000-5000 low-row attachment. Uh, you can see behind me the, the um, Rep 1000 series. If you get the lat-low-row, it uses the 2x2 two two chrome plate that the weight slides on. I found that that has a little bit more friction. It doesn't move as smoothly. So I was really curious to see what the T2 attachment had. It never came in stock while I had that rack. And I had that rack for like four or five months. And it never came back in stock. So maybe that would have made me change my mind. But, you know, I had already built out the the rep with all all the attachments, all the add-ons. And so that's just kind of like my rack. And so I just kept it. Yep
1: got it. And then but
0: the T two is it was a great rack. There's nothing wrong with it.
1: You mentioned like it'll these are racks that'll get the job done for just about anybody in the entire world. How long you I mean you, you've had the rep rack for a couple of years I think and then the Titan you had for a while. How long do you think they'll last if maintained like your traditional home gym owner would take care of it?
0: I see no need to really ever like uh, we're talking about steel breaking down. I mean, it's gonna last forever. And that's pretty awesome from like, you know, a a sub $400 rack. Now, once you get an established home gym, I have the urge to to upgrade to like a three by three style, but it's really hard to to pull that trigger because this rack does everything I need it to. And so uh, I'm sure the day will come where where I part ways with it, you know but yeah. there's there's no need to like, i guess at that point it's just a flex to to get a 3x3 three three style rack i don't know
1: right and then you've also tested out the force usa my rack would you say i mean the my rack i think is a little as like one baby step above those just because it has more options to upgrade how would you say I mean, I might have just answered for you, but is there anything else you would add to the difference between something like the MyRack and these, the T2 or PR eleven hundred? I know, like even like Frey offers something. There's like this model is out there, you know.
0: Yeah, as long as it sticks to the 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 two by two with the one inch holes, you'll be able to like you know substitute like I did with like. Titan attachments. I think that's really cool that I can throw them on my rip rack. The issue you're going to come into with like force, which they understand that 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 is an issue. If you go with their rack, it's not exactly two by two. I believe it's like 2.2 or 2.3. Your attachments aren't going to fix. So if you want all your attachments, you're going to have to go through force. So, and then I know that it's it's a little bit more expensive going through force as well.
1: Got it. Anything else we should cover on those?
0: Yeah. You know, um, we've, this this has been a, a talking point for garage gym content people like ourselves that everyone wants to you know throw their hate at titan which if you've gotten some of their products that you've been unhappy with like they're out there they exist and i understand but they are making good products and like with a two by two rack style like the titan t2 it was a great rack I think in some of, like, reviews and stuff that I've done in the past, like, in, in writing and, and sharing the T2, you know, everyone's like, oh, Titan rack, huh? That's a piece of junk. Like, no, man, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a steel rack, and it's, um, it, you know, it, it doesn't deserve the hate it gets all the time. Now, I've gotten a few pieces in where, you know, I don't, I don't love them, but it, it's hard to really knock some of the Titan things you get in when you, when you pay A fraction of the price compared to other companies for You get what you pay for but in that case like the t2 if you're looking for a great starter rack it's awesome there's no reason you should like hesitate to buy if you're thinking about it and then reps got an awesome line of racks as well so yeah I guess the final thought which I might have already said is that most of us can get by with a 2x2 style rack I just want to say that because you don't need to spend twelve hundred dollars on your very first power rack.
1: I've also said this before, but if you want to eventually get a three by three rack, but end up settling for a two by two rack, let's just say there should be very little issues in buying a $400 rack and then in a year or two, selling it for like 300. So, especially with prices going up, as long as you take care of it, it should, be a pretty good investment regardless so I wouldn't be afraid to to do that rather than waiting for a year to save up or whatever whatever the reasons may be so
0: maybe you get it in and you, you say you're gonna you're gonna upgrade but you use it and you realize like I don't need to spend three times the price on a three by three style but again one day i will and it, it'll be a tough uh, tough part because this rack has done everything i've asked it to do and more
1: and then i just wanted to also say you mentioned like hate for titan the reputation of buying a product from titan and expecting some sort of crap it does seem like that is something that is not really the case anymore and i would just say like that's probably a reputation that they earned five six seven eight years ago whereas the last few years has been pretty solid. I personally didn't buy anything from Titan, or at least not a lot, until the last few years, and I've probably purchased 15 or so products from Titan, if not more, in uh, that the last few years. There hasn't been one that I've been like that. It was always in shape I expected it to be, I I would say, like, considering what I, I paid for it, so with Titan, you get, you get what you pay for. And like overall it's been pretty solid for the price. So,
0: and, and the to, to piggyback off that with a current situation I'm looking at, like I got this, um, this low back extension, the 45 degree low back extension, the V2. So like the nicer one, but it was still under $200. And I have my issues with it. Like the tube is very thin. The welds are, are pretty poor, but I love that movement. I can do that movement. And I paid under $200. And when I look at other companies out there, six times that price to get something like this. I mean, you're talking $1,200 for a 45-degree low back extension. They look amazing. I would love to have one one day. But where I'm at with my budget and my home gym, like, this is what I could afford for now. And it does everything I asked it to do. And for me to complain about, like, the welds on something that I spent $200 on is just... There's, there's no reason for it now I, I can't sit there and say that like this is the best low back extension that you've ever had but if you buy it for 200 dollars, like you're going to be happy
1: yeah i think uh i think that concludes it
0: cool let's wrap this thing up all right that wraps it up we want to thank everyone for listening be sure to give us a follow at Garage Gym experiment on instagram where you can participate in the sunday surveys the hot Not all the rest. Uh, follow us on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to check out the website for home gym tips. That's garagegimexperiment.com. With that, I think we covered everything. Jake, do you have anything else for the people?
1: I all do right. not.
0: All right, that's it then. We're done. Bye.